Hello, everybody. Welcome to High Vibing It. We are so excited to be back. This is our first episode that we are recording since our break. Lindsay and I were enjoying the holidays and just, you know, relaxing in December. So we had pre-published everything. So you guys wouldn't be missing us too much every week, but we're really excited to be back in the grind here producing amazing life-changing content for you guys and today we have a very special guest who I will let her introduce herself in a second but we're going to get into the nitty-gritty of a very important personal empowerment tool and some other tools and strategies that you can use just on the fly and maybe ones that you haven't learned maybe ones you have learned that you want to learn more about um so Teresa I'm gonna lend it over to you if you can tell the peeps what you're about sure thank you Kelsey and thank you Lindsay it's great to be here today and uh, I'm Teresa Lear Levine and I am a mom of four I live in Maryland I am an EFT master practitioner which is one of those things that doesn't mean anything to hardly anybody because nobody knows what it is <laughs> it sounds cool to me so I respect it <laughs> and I, I have other certifications in you know different uh practices that are scientifically based, but that I think a lot of people confuse with the woo, but I love the woo too. And I like to wind it all together. And mainly I help female mom entrepreneurs that are, you know, struggling to kind of find that mythical balance. I won't say that we, we ever get balance mm -hmm. uh, between their home life and their businesses and the way that they want everything to kind of grow and come together. I use the different modalities that I have in my uh, my toolbox to help them to sort things out and to really be able to bring to fruition the things that they want to change or transform or release from from their lives yay so we've got just a couple of guides for transformation on this call so hopefully <laughs> a lot of transformation is initiated and takes place today um, but first I wanted to dive into, before we got on the call, Teresa was talking about how it's been like a crazy day and, you know, things happen and the Wi-Fi just barely started working and the, um, the power just went back on right before we recorded this. So I feel like it's very meant to be. Um, but I loved your suggestion on touching on using these helpful modalities and learning them maybe before you need them so that when you do need them, they can actually come in handy and be of use. So maybe yeah. you can tell the story of your day and like how it has helped sure. you so far. <laughs> if it's not too personal. I'm an open book, but I feel like so many people will feel like things are okay in their life when, when they're they've just gotten through something and they're like, okay, well, things are good now. So I don't really need to, to work on myself or to seek out a way to improve or feel better or anything. Cause things are okay right now. But the thing is that when, when the shit hits the fan, like you gotta be ready to like employ something that's going to help you feel better. Otherwise you're scurrying. And that's not the time to be scurrying and trying to figure out how you're going to handle stuff. That's the time to be able to lean into something that you're already comfortable with and know that works for you. So yesterday it was a Sunday. And unfortunately the first um, funeral that I've gone to in person since the beginning of the pandemic, but um, a cousin of mine went way too, too soon, you know, didn't even know she was sick a few months ago, got stomach cancer and she was gone. And so it was a very emotional day. And it was also the first funeral that I ever had to take, you know, some of my younger kids to. So it was, it was a lot, you know, both from the mom perspective of like, are they going to sit and be quiet during the services? And also like, 
what are they going to think about, you know, seeing a body in a casket or, you know, any of those emotions or things? It wasn't somebody that they were close to really, but it still is an experience, you know, when, when you go to your, your first funeral. So we had the funeral, they, they behaved amazingly. And it was just, it was one of those things where I was just kind of leaning in all day. I was just like, okay, I don't have a whole lot of control over this. We don't have a whole lot of control over anything, right? Like we, <laughs> we want to, but we don't. So leaning in, I'm like, okay, you know, we've, we've got, you know, some books and the youngest one had some headphones and electronic device if he needed it. And I was just like, we're just going to go and do our thing. They were, they were awesome. It was beautiful. And we, we got through that, but it was, it was a lot of time in the car yesterday. It was a lot of emotions um, that I was trying to process. So, you know, I found myself, like I went into the bathroom at one point and I was just doing a little like EFT, just like one point tapping. Like um, if you're familiar at all with EFT and I know I haven't talked about it at all yet on this episode, Oh, we're gonna. we use <laughs> We use all different like meridian endpoints. So those same points that you would have access through acupuncture or deep tissue massage or a lot of different physical modalities, we're using along with modern psychology. And there's a bunch of different points on your body that you know can be used for this, but sometimes it's just as effective to just use one point. So for me, I was just using the collarbone, kind of like my chest and my collarbone area, all like five fingers on both of my hands. And I was just kind of breathing and tapping my chest and just kind of, you know, repeating some things in my head and bringing down my, my level of fear, anxiety, stress, all those kind of things. Um, when we, when we tap like that, we have this flood of, you know, serotonin and things that kind of coats and overcomes all the things that are feeling really crappy at that time and allows us to process them differently. So I was, you know, sneak off for a minute or two and just kind of tap and, and process and go back. And my boys were just amazing. It was, it was a beautiful day for what it was. It was a beautiful day, but then we got home, we took a little detour on the way home. We saw some lights in Philly and it was, it was beautiful. We got home kind of late and my oldest son um, is very athletic. He loves to get exercise in and everything. And we'd been cooped up in the car all day and sitting in a funeral. So he went out to ride a skateboard and I was getting everyone else ready for bed. In fact, I was getting into bed and my phone rings and I get the mom, I fell. And my, you know, like your heart just drops. I know like um, you have kids, right, Lindsay? Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, you, you know, like, it's, and I, and it's, he is, and it's bad, you know, oh, like, God. Okay. and he's like, but I'm going to be okay. And I was like, okay. So that's when the, the deep breathing and the implementing of like, I found, I found myself immediately going for that sore spot in my chest and just digging in and rubbing and breathing and just needing to, you know, be calm for him, even though like, I'm like, what's going on. He's like, he's like, there's blood. There's this. And like, okay. Like, all right. So all right. <laughs> I'm just like breathing. And he was just on the street. He was like half mile from the house, but he'd been riding his longboard skateboard, like six or seven miles at this point and just all around our neighborhood and, you know, getting his exercise. But he, he tried a hill, the biggest hill in our neighborhood that he'd never actually ridden down before. And he was going as fast as a car and like, he has an app that tracks it. And he was going like over 30 miles an hour and he just bailed. And thankfully wow. he rolled, but we spent all night in the emergency room. So in addition to me only getting my power back a little bit ago, I was trying to like sleep on and off through, you know, kids and you know, my husband. This was, this was just to be clear. This was last night. Yeah. This was like, a, we just got home from the, the hospital. At what like, are you doing here? <laughs> I, I, am I here. just bow to you. I am right here now. because this helps. Oh my gosh. Clearly yes. Teresa is a woman of living in service because well, she's yeah, been through all this in the that. last day and she's and serving somebody else with this will help them in the way that it has helped yeah. me. And here's, here's the thing, like you going through all this stuff and, and explaining everything that's just happened and you're not even done. 
but we're just going to take a stop for a second. Everything that you're describing right now, like if you can go, if you can experience all of this and still find time for self-care, for, for regulating yourself, for calming your, your nervous system in this way, gosh, everybody can do this. Like if, if anything, you're illustrating very clearly how simple and easy this is and, and how powerful. So do go on. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was a night, you know, really just tiring and draining emotionally. Um, it was probably one of the more emotionally taxing days I've had in a while between wow. know, and all the emotions and then going through that. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> but, you know, but I can also be so very grateful for yes. you know, the time that I had with my cousin, for the memories, for the yeah. fact that, you know, he didn't, my son didn't break a bone or right. you know, he's, he's got some crazy road rash all over the face. He got his face got all beat up and his, he's got a concussion. And, but you know what, the CT scan was good and he was in good spirits the whole time. You know, he couldn't remember a lot of stuff and he was foggy and he's, but it was a mess, but, um, all in all, it could have been so much worse. And I'm just so grateful to just be able to kind of like, just, just breathe through it and just be present in the moments as, as was needed throughout the day, evening and wee hours of the night. And to use this practice along with that and to know that also because I've used the practice leading up to that, I was in a better place anyway. You know, I was already at a pretty good like baseline. I, I, people people walk around with this like normal level of stress, like whatever that is. Like you ever like, you talk to people and they're just like, oh, that's just like my normal stress. Like, yeah. what is that? Like, it's that we don't have normal stress. Like that's yeah, that's like some thing that we've manufactured for ourselves, and it's it can go. Like we can all like let that go a little bit. I think and. I mean, I, I have it too, but it's, right. it's, I'm not glorifying it or having a, a badge of anything for wearing that stress any more than I need to. So, yeah, it's, it is true Amen. though. We've, we've kind of normalized stress. We've normalized it being okay to be stressed out all the time when in actuality, our natural state of being is supposed to be ease. It's supposed to be going yeah. with the flow. It's supposed to be calm and grace and all these things. So when you say, oh, we're under so much pressure. So, <laughs> oh God! If with kids, have you have you seen the new Disney movie Encanto? Oh, so many times. Oh yes. Well, so my kids are obsessed with that uh, soundtrack, mm -hmm. and I love the. Service We're listening to it right now. It's downstairs on, yeah. on repeat. I can hear <laughs> Probably it. Probably on somewhere here as well. Oh yeah. That's one of my favorite tracks from that. Well, I'm a huge Lin Manuel Miranda fan. Oh gosh, me too. Can we just and, fangirl about him for a second? Oh, oh my God, do we have time? Do we have time, Kelsey? I, I love him. I love interest, and he's not wrong. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> He's so, oh he's so awesome. Yes. He's amazing. Anyway, so, Encanto. Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, that, there's that song and that whole, it, when the character in there that's so strong and has to hold everything up and she's under the yes. pressure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pop kind of thing. And Have I you seen it, all, Kelsey? You got to see it. It's so good. Oh, I haven't amazing. seen it yet. I'll watch yeah. it. It's really good. There, there, are no, um, there are no kids required to enjoy Encanto. Nope. So <laughs> it's, it's amazing. And um, yeah, but we're, we all kind of expect a certain amount of pressure to just be normal in our lives. Yeah. Especially if you're a people pleaser. Yeah. Like uh like the sister, because she wants to be, she thinks her only value comes from what she can do for other people. Anyway, yeah. it's a metaphor. It's a really good one. Don't be yeah. a people pleaser. Especially, you know, we're in a new year now. And I don't care what you say about resolutions. I'm not a huge fan of them or like new year, new me kind of thing. Like be who you are. Mm -hmm. However, however, Please. with the new year does come a nice, refreshing feeling of turning the page a little bit. So if you, if you embrace that, embrace it, but if you don't no pressure from us, do not. 
do it if you if it doesn't feel good. Like that's really the main message of our whole show is if it doesn't feel good, don't do it. If it feels good, I, do I it. I think that goes hand in hand with the fact that, I mean, change is the only constant. So mm-hmm. whether you want to call it turning a page or a new year or whatever, I think yeah. just embracing the fact that things are not going to stay the same. So we right. might as well take a little bit of control over the few things that we have control over to at least mold that as much as we can. Perfect segue, EFT. So I really want to talk about this because I know not only is it your specialty, but it's something that I feel really strongly about using. And, you know, as we mentioned before the call, I'll tell my clients, I'll give them the basic basics to do in those moments when, you know, they might need it. So can you explain what is EFT? By the way, I know the feeling of saying like, nobody knows what this means. Like I had, I've had that for so long, like, yeah, I'm a hypnotherapist and everybody be like, what is that? What is that? Yeah, or, or they, they knows. lean right towards the whole like, you know, you're going to hypnotize me and make me like dance like a chicken or whatever. That Crack kind like of- a duck, bark like a oh, dog, yeah. forget my ex-boyfriend. Oh, yes. But I so I know that feeling of like people don't know. They don't care if you say certified clinical hypnotherapist. It means it's like blah, blah, blah to them because they just don't know. So tell the people. The same who- token, it's the closest thing to magic that I'm capable of. Oh, my of. gosh, it totally is. Exactly. Like we're basically you and me are like Harry Potter. That's what yeah, we do. I mean, pretty much. Yara so, was I mean, you know, being able to like make somebody's like food cravings disappear or like headache oh, go yeah. away or whatever else. And I'm not doing it. They are. Uh, but you know, being exactly. able to start that process is is pretty magical in a lot of ways, even though it's got I really do say that all the time. It's the closest thing to magic that we have. Um, but anyway, so so explain to people what EFT is for those sure. that don't know. And I also, let's stick a pin in this, but I want to, before we close the show today, I want to ask you about teaching children the basics to do this because I have, you know, we've had Brad Yates on. I don't know if you're familiar with him early on in our, in our launch of the show, but it's been a long time since we've had an EFT, an actual EFT person on. So I would love to, and I know a lot of moms out there would love to start incorporating this with their kids and get them that habit early on so that they can have it in their toolbox when they really need it. So what is EFT and why the heck should we care about it? (laughs) So EFT stands for emotional freedom techniques, and it is a, it's a psychological modality of the, I guess, alternative variety. And it's also referred to as tapping a lot of the time. So uh, some people are more familiar with that term than they are with EFT, but it helps you to overcome fears, phobias, anxieties, addictions, and so much more way, way faster than traditional therapy. And it's something that has been around for a long time. Um, but for whatever reason, it's really probably been gaining the most popularity in like the last 10 years, but it's been around for a long time. And it's based in like ancient Chinese medicine and other practices and things. So it's essentially um, acupressure, is it not? Well, we're using acupressure and acupuncture points with the places that we're touching on our body. And then we're using modern psychology with things that we're focusing on and talking about while we're tapping on those points. So now, I don't know. Do you guys do a video version of your podcast or just audio? Yeah. So the okay. people who watch on Patreon will be able to see you. Okay. So I'll make sure I explain things well, because sometimes it gets lost in the audio, but um, we basically use like the side of our hand, we call it the karate chop point. And, you know, if you're, if you're somebody that's listening and you're confused, you can, you know, go to my website, TeresaLearLevine.com. And I have diagrams and things there where you can see these points, but uh, the side of your hand, the karate chop point is um, where we kind of start. And that's where we set things up. So, you know, I know Lindsay, you said you had a headache before we got started. So if we were working on your headache, this is where we would say, 
even though I have this awful headache, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. And we take some different versions of that. EFT, we're wrapping up the bothersome negative feelings with love, forgiveness, acceptance, and all of that, and truly getting there, not like fake it till you make it kind of thing, but working through rooting out the really negative emotions before we kind of bring in the positive affirmations and things like that. So we start on the side of the hand for setup. And then the main points, like I said, we've got points all over our bodies from our, you know, our feet to our head, our arms, legs everywhere. But the ones that have been proven to really kind of work out any problem are the following eight points, which is the top of the head, the eyebrow points, which is kind of right where the hair on your eyebrow starts. Um, and something you can tap these with like two fingers, your whole, uh, on the top of my head, I normally go with like all five fingers and my thumb, just kind of pepper it all around up there. Uh, for my eyebrow point, I normally do two fingers and you can also do either side or both sides. Cause we have two of those points. Same with the side of the eye, which is we're basically following that orbital eye bone, like right around, um, not tapping on our eye or our eyeball or anything weird like that, just following the bone around. And, uh, then under the eye, same thing. You find that kind of ledge of the bone under your eye and we're tapping right there. And then under the nose, which I normally just use one hand and a couple of fingers and tap right between your nose and your upper lip. And then under your lower lip, kind of, if you have like a little cleft in your chin or that little kind of divot there, it's kind of exactly the spot. And then that collarbone point that I talked about, um, which can be, it can be actually the collarbone, but usually you're going for that sore spot right in your chest. Like if you were to put your hand on your heart to like do a pledge or something, and then you kind of raise your fingers up a little bit more, you'll find that spot that like, even if you didn't exercise, it's going to be a little (laughs) sore, a little soft. And that's where you kind of, you know, tap with the fingers. Um, and then under the arm for any woman that wears a bra, it's pretty much where the bra strap is. And we're not going for like the armpit. We're going for where the bra wraps around the side of the body. And you can do, like I said, you can reach across or you can kind of do the same side. It just depends. Um, and those are the points that we do. And then we kind of go through those points a few times when we're doing what we refer to as a round of EFT. And we focus on like the, like the worst of the worst to begin with. Yeah. So people are so accustomed these days in the world of, you know, wanting to be positive about everything and even like toxic positivity and things that, you know, we want to kind of, we want to get to the end before we actually go through the journey. And it doesn't work that way. It doesn't give us any kind of foundation to put the the good positive stuff on top of. And so, you know, in the case of a headache, we want to, you know, focus in on how bad it feels, where we're feeling it, you know, it's, if it has a description, a color, a feeling, a texture, where you're feeling it, all of those things, as you tap through the points, you're kind of telling those things to yourself. So it might be like, you know, you're at the top of the head and you're like, oh, my head hurts so freaking bad. I'm not going to be able to do anything I wanted to do today. It feels like I have a knife right in the middle of my forehead, whatever it might be. And you're just kind of going through those points, voicing the worst of the worst. Wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket-sized guide that helped you sleep, focus, act, and be better? There is, and if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations and an easy-to-use app. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing in the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. Overwhelmed? Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation just for you. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. 
for me as a mother, I love doing the morning meditations uh, that are easy to do with my kids because it's easy to follow along. They really do love them and it helps them start their day in the best mindset possible. And as a hypnotherapist, of course, and a mother, that's very important to me. Headspace also has helped me be able to wind down with their wind down sessions. I have some trouble falling asleep sometimes and really quieting my mind. Uh, so Headspace is really great to help you kind of drift into that comfortable, deep sleep. Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. You deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash vibin. That's headspace.com slash V-I-B-I-N for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. And as a listener of High Vibin', you get it. So go to headspace.com slash vibin' today. And then kind of as you go through the rounds subsequent times, you're getting to the point of maybe allowing in some of that, that change and that um, feeling of the headache going away. And I have never had it not work. Yeah, um, exactly. Is, you know, amazing. But we're, we're like really resistant to working on ourselves sometimes, which is interesting. I find it like the most with people with like food cravings or um, addictions and things like that, because we don't actually want to not want the thing because right. it makes Heck, us- I feel that way about coffee. I would, I, at one side of me would love to just cut out caffeine, but the other side is like, I don't want to, because I like how it tastes. I like having it in the morning. I love starting my day with coffee. I don't want to give it up. And that's why I haven't. It's, well, it's, it's, like it's so true. A detriment in any way? It, you, if I drink it too late in the day, it just makes me jittery, but it's other than that. No, if I drink it early enough, like when I'm supposed to, <laughs> then, then yeah, but you know, I'm a mom. Sometimes you don't get to drink yeah. stuff when you want it and you have to no, wait I, and then microwave it four times. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, there's that, but, but that's a, that's a good point. If it is, if it is something that is causing you a detriment, like smoking, for instance, you know, it is definitely causing health issues, but there are still those things that uh, make it resistant to quit, you know? And, right. and well, I mean, like you're saying, you like it. It's a, it's a thing that you associate mm -hmm. and that's how it is with anything that we don't want to give up. We've yeah. associated it with some kind of positive feeling memory, yeah. whatever, from when we first started to use or eat or drink or whatever the thing. And we don't want that to go away, but it, it's like, it's like a whole chocolate analogy. Like people are like, I don't want to not want like chocolate. I love chocolate, but it's like, but what if you didn't like it as much? Like that you didn't yeah. like you eat like the whole chocolate bar or whatever, <laughs> and you just enjoy like a bite of dessert and be completely satisfied. And it's like, it's not like it's going to make you hate your coffee. It's just going to make you have a lot more awareness, consciousness, and self-control over what you're putting in. Right. So I love that. that's the benefit that I see there. Cause I know, I mean, I, I work the same way. I, I remember sitting down to work on a food craving for the first time. And I was, I was eating way too many spoonfuls of like chunky organic peanut butter and marshmallow fluff together on the spoon. Ooh. Oh so man. That'll like, I mean, there's like, there's so many calories and not good things. What a good combo. Spoonful. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's absolutely delicious, but I can't remember the last time I actually like went for like the line in the two jars up side by side and just double dip in the spoon over and over again. It's just, it hasn't, it hasn't hit me, but I remember sitting down to work on that and being like, I don't know if I want to be like done with that. And, I was like, and that's what you tap on, huh? You know? And, and I did I one, one round of tapping on that particular craving and it has not been a problem in years, mm -hmm. 10 minutes. How, how many rounds does the average thing 
thing take? I'm sure it varies with everybody. Well, it does. Um, And I'm using examples of things that are not really the typical stuff that I'm like working on with clients. Mm -hmm. Um, When I'm, when I'm working on clients, we normally are going like back in time with, with EFT, you want to root out the things that are as far back and as deep rooted as possible, because it's kind of like a domino effect. So if, if something horrible happened and you can remember it or even not remember it back from when you were a baby, a toddler, young girl, whatever, we can work on that. And if there's similar themes or um, energetic blockages that would be associated with it, with things that happened later on in your life, we may never actually have to work on those things. So in addition to it being much quicker than just, just talk therapy alone, it also allows us to not have to go into as many corners because we go really kind of into the really deep, dark corners of, of certain things. And then we don't have to on other things. So it, it really depends so when we're going back that far. Um, it just, it depends on what comes up, you know, you yeah. just never know. A lot of times people think there's nothing there to work on and, oh, that happened, you know, 20, 30, 40, however many years ago. And, you know, it, it's not affecting me now, but it's, it's happening in our nervous system as if it, you know, happened right now. And that's the thing that has to be resolved. And when people work through that, then the whole, the whole range of emotions come up. And that's really the point of EFT is to move the energy, to move the energy up and out and to give a voice to the things that were never given a voice to honor the things that maybe we were never honored for, for dealing with or being burdened by or anything else. And, but I mean, if you, if your question is how long does it take or how many rounds, not many, really. Not many. not many. When you consider how many sessions, years, decades, or whatever people will spend in therapy over similar issues. Or how long they've had the issue. Yeah. This is, this is yeah. what I say to people when they're thinking about hypnotherapy. Like, yeah, how long have say, you been struggling with this? Therapy. We can, we can yeah. get through really quickly. Yeah. Like how long have you been dealing with this? Oh, I don't know. 10 years. Okay. How's 12 weeks? How's, how's, right. how's three months compared to however long you've been, you know, it's, re- it's usually a no brainer, which is, I mean, I just love EFT so much because very similarly to my work as well. And Kelsey's work with clients is we're giving a voice to things we've shamed, things that we've shoved away, things that we don't want to really look at, but things that are so important and probably necessary to, to be able to move forward. And a lot of, a lot of times we spend so much energy avoiding the thing that the amount that we give to it is so lit when we're done, we're just like, I can't believe I waited that long to, to do that because it feels good when you actually give it a moment and, re- and sit in it. Resistance is strong. <laughs> resistance. Yeah, it <laughs> is. is. Strong. I always it's say, oh, go ahead. I was saying it's a force. Oh, it is a force. Yeah. I was going to say that um, I feel strongly like, so I've used EFT here and there in my journey. In my personal journey, I don't really use it with clients, but because I'm not an expert or anything, but uh, this is the first time that I've had like this download or thought about it, that one of the reasons why it really does work is because it opens up the space for you to be in your body while you process, because a lot of times when uncomfortable feelings come up, the first thing we do is leave the body and we're not connected to the body and we're not grounded in the present moment and touching yourself, being in the body, being like, I'm here, I'm alive, I'm okay. At the same time as processing what you're going through, I can see how that would be super beneficial because it's really similar to the work that I do with my clients, but I'll kind of have them in the present moment, not so much touching, but sometimes like, oh, describing what's going on or noticing the energy move or like 
healing happens, right? Healing is the most natural thing. It's just that because of our strong resistance to being uncomfortable, we just don't allow the space and the time and the compassion and the space holding for the healing, which, you know, is where a modality like this can come in and be like, okay, I'm going to do this process. And in doing this process, I'm opening the door for the natural healing to occur that maybe I haven't been open to before because I was just scared to be uncomfortable, which is valid too. You can start there. Like whenever my clients have resistance, I'm like, okay, well, even if you're resisting the resistance, like, let's just start there. Whatever is right there, you can just work right through that because that's what is next in line. You know, that's how I feel about it too. Whatever is the the top issue or thought or whatever is where you want to dig in. And then it's just like peeling layers back from there Mm -hmm. and seeing what comes up because sometimes the things that feel like they're like that outer layer once you get that outer layer off, you really don't know what's going to be under there. You have no idea. So as different things come up and enter your consciousness after that, then that's just kind of what you work on. And that's something that I love about EFT is that you can just move on and work on it. Like my clients, of course, are are going to meet with me and, and we're going to work on things together, but in between they have the tools to carry on that success and keep, you know, peeling back more and more as they move forward without needing me necessarily to do it. And it's that kind of empowerment that I really want to give other female entrepreneurs to be able to feel like I I can handle this. And, you know, we can't handle everything on our own as well as we can handle with the help of somebody else. And that's just the way that things are, but just the way it is. I was just talking about this. It's so funny. And, and I, and again, another, uh, similarity with you and, and my work and Kelsey's work is that we really are giving them the tools to be able to do this on their own. It's not like, gosh, I don't know. It's not like you have to, when you break your leg, you have to go to the hospital because they have the cast, they have the medicine, they have the stuff whenever you get hurt. So in a way without sick people, there would be no doctors. And I just don't, I don't want to be that way. I want to, yes, you don't have it yet. You don't know yet, but this is why you're here. And this is what we're teaching you. And now if you do have a situation like gosh, your kid rolling down a hill on a, geez, I can't imagine that phone call. Every time I get a call from the school, I'm like, oh no. So the call from your son, I can still still tell that I have something to work out here because I feel that like, and if you're watching the video, you see your face kind of cringed up when you mentioned it. And that that is an energetic blockage. That is, you know, a definite sign of that. And I have to, you know, go around on on that and just the way that I'm feeling for him about all of that, because it's, it's traumatic. It was traumatic. Yeah. And, you know, I said earlier, our natural state is flow and it's true. Your body's natural state is flow. The, the energy needs to be flowing. So when there's a blockage, you know, it, you feel it, you, you feel that in whatever way that it manifests for you, it, you'll, you'll feel it. And so EFT is that process of allowing the energy to flow again, whatever's blocking it, whatever's that, like, what is short circuit in the energy, the EFT can help remove that and, and get that flow back in so that you have less resistance, you have more calm, you have more ease, and you're able to handle whatever comes your way with resilience. And we're not meant to carry it all. And we're really good at it though. 
We're really good at trying. We're good at trying. We're not good at it. <laughs> no, we're not good at it. We're, we're good at trying. Good at trying. <laughs> I'm thinking we need yeah, to. Yeah, you're right. Because some of it's energetic blockages and some of it's just the energy is not even running in the right direction. We call it psychological reversal. Yes. But, and that's this, that's the resistance that you come up against with like self-sabotage and limiting beliefs. And even with like the craving type example where you don't actually want to do the work because you're thinking one way, but you're behaving another and your energy is literally running backwards. It's like you had the batteries in backwards. And so EFT can kind of help you to get the left and the right side of your brain and all the different parts of your body kind of speaking together in the right way so that you can move forward from things like that. Mm, we like that harmony. Are we, we going like to get to do some EFT today? Would you want to do some of this maybe on the Patreon? I mean, we could for sure. It's like a quickie? Um, yeah. Um, well, what would be good to work on? I would love oh, to do know. a demo of like, just when you start to get worried or anxious or like when people mm -hmm. go into like future pacing and like, uh, or if people are stressed about like the state of the world, I think that would be a pretty universal one to go with. Yeah. To bring sure. yourself out of the future and come back to the present probably. Yeah. Well, because that's the only place that we have any power. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. And really not even then, honestly. Yeah. But if the only thing you have control over is, right now. is your own whatever is in here, your own kind of state of being. And it sounds so stupid and annoying. It really does. Every time I hear it, every time I say it, I'm like, screw you. Cause I'm a little bit of a control freak and I love having control. And so when I have to remind myself that I don't actually have control, it just pisses me off. <laughs> so maybe we could tap on that someday, but, uh, but it's true. We only ever have control over how we show up and how we, and what we allow into, you know, to mess with our energy. Yeah, I, I so would, I would love to just be like, have, have a claw in everything in my life and just like be able to control it. I just would, I don't know why I just would, would but, you though? But, sounds I, but see, that's the thing. That's the thing. I don't, I don't think I actually would. It's, it's a, it is a coping mechanism for sure. hundred percent. It's a coping mechanism. And I've, ha I've gotten so much better about it. In fact, the theme of my last year and this year actually is just allowing more uh, release of control, allowing the divine to just guide me. And yeah. I, I had such an, I had a very easy flowy year last year, retrospectively looking back. And I'm just so excited for more. And I'm so proud of how far I've come. I never would have, this is one of those things like coffee where I never would have thought I wanted to do this. To, to let go of control. So listen, I'm only saying all of this because I know there's a lot of control freaks listening. <laughs> I honor you. I see you. <laughs> and, and you can do it. And EFT can help you anyway. <laughs> yeah. I can. It definitely can. But so, and, and I, I totally honor all of that. So if we're going to do a little bit of a round of tapping, I'll try to um, cue things up as far as audio is concerned also, so that if people are only listening, then they can still do it along well, with that. Well, I want to do that on the Patreon if it's okay. Like what, like we're going to save the bonus. it for like 10 minutes yeah. from now. We're going to save it for, for the oh, bonus okay. content so that people can <laughs> actually see it. So if you're not in the Patreon, go to patreon.com slash high vibe and join so that you can see the amazing Teresa give us Definitely. an EFT demonstration. And I will say that it'll be better that way because I won't be distracted trying to direct people through it, which I there often- There you go. Yeah, it'll be easier to watch it. It'll, it'll be, be much more mirror when mm -hmm. you can see it all. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree with that. Um, speaking of control freakiness, just another little side 
angle healing perspective on that the reason why we become control freaks is because we don't feel safe right Right? oh yeah that's where it stems from so the more safety we can create in the mind in the body in the nervous system that really does help to release the grip of the controllingness because I've been there I have a lot of clients who've been there I'm sure everybody listening can relate to some degree or another but just have compassion for yourself. It just means that you haven't been feeling safe and now well, that's opportunity the thing. to welcome in more safety. That's the thing. And it's not a coincidence that the, the way that I've, that I've been working on the control thing is reminding myself that I'm safe. That's one of my favorite things to do. And I do it with my kids because one of them is slightly anxious. And I think it's probably me. That's not true. It's both of us. My <laughs> husband's a little bit, he's a worry he worries about the kids getting hurt, like over the top. And I'm just like, let them fall down, let them bump their heads. And he's like, no, cause he always got hurt as a kid. And we, you know, that's a whole childhood psychological thing that I don't want to get into, but he grew up completely opposite of me, very careful. And I grew up jumping out of trees and flipping off of swings. And uh, so we're very different, but he's anxious in a different way. But one of my sons is, is a little bit of a little slightly anxious kid. And so it's very important that we remind him that he's safe all the time. Whenever he gets upset, I'm like, are you safe? Yes. Yes. Are you, are you in danger? No, I'm not in danger. Do we love you? Yes. you love me. Give him a big hug, squeeze. Pressure is very important as we're going to talk about in the episode, but, uh, it's very, it's very important to feel safe. It's one, it's the most basic need that we have. Right. It is. And so many of us have been denied it at some point in our life. And that's exactly why there's those problems, which is why it's one of the first places I like to go when I'm working with people. And it all, I, I tie it all in with chakra work. So mm-hmm. all the different energy centers that are in the body, because the first and the second chakra are our lower chakras are where all that kind of lack yep. has, has come up over the years. And it's really easy for people. Um, if you're familiar with the chakra system, you know, like the, the upper chakras are kind of more, there's like airy fairy light ideas and things like that. And we love those. It's so much fun to like hang out in that like upper chakra area. And we have like these goals coming to us and these dreams and these ideas and everything else. But in order to actually get those to manifest, we have to have strong lower chakras. Otherwise it's that whole adage, um, you know, when we see somebody not accomplish something or follow through with it. And then if somebody will say something like, oh, their heart wasn't in it. And it's so true. They just couldn't get past that heart chakra. Couldn't make it down further mm-hmm. into, you know, to manifest physically. And the chakras do a great job of narrowing things down when we're trying to bring something in, you know, it can be all big up here, but by the time it makes it into the physical world, we have had to, to narrow down things so very much in order for it to get there and have safe places for it to land and grow as it, as it comes down the channel. If you've been feeling self-conscious about hair loss, hair thinning, shedding, loss of volume, anything like that, I'm really excited to introduce you to Vegamore. Vegamore is transformative. It is 100% vegan and takes a clean, holistic approach to hair health that leverages smart botanicals, clinically proven to promote visibly thicker, fuller, and longer looking hair. Vegamore's Grow Revitalizing Shampoo and Conditioner Kit and Grow Serum work together to create visibly thicker hair and improve hair from the roots. It is super easy to use. You just shampoo and condition your hair like usual and then use the serum afterwards, rub it into your scalp, and it is done. It is that fast and easy. 
Vegamore products are an essential part of my daily hair care routine. And I actually gifted some to my mom recently for her birthday and she loves it. She cannot stop raving about how good it smells, how it makes her hair so voluminous, even from wash number one. So I think you guys are really going to like it. One of my favorite things about Vegamore is that their products are 100% vegan and cruelty-free and never contain parabens or hormones, which you all know I love that non-toxic life. And best of all, Vegamore has 90-day money-back guarantee and even better, 91% of their customers say they saw visibly thicker hair with Vegamore in just three months of use. I've been using Vegamore. My mom's on that Vegamore grind. We love it. You will too. Start your journey to longer, fuller looking hair. Go to vegamore.com slash vibin and use code vibin to save 20% on your first order. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash vibin, code vibin to save 20% at vegamore.com slash vibin. Link in the show notes. word I feel like so many people get stuck on the action piece like when it's time to actually do something in the 3d physical that's going to help their manifestation to come they're like oh well I thought it was just supposed to show up from the pizza man at my doorstep and I didn't have to lift a finger and it's like only if you ordered pizza (laughs) right maybe if you ordered pizza then that would be relevant (laughs) what chakra is that where people are like I think I'm just gonna stay on the couch and then my million dollars will come yeah, well, I mean, it, things are really easy up here. And then as they get down and we have to process them further and further, that's exactly where people get stuck. Everybody's, yeah. everybody's word, you know, everybody gets stuck somewhere along the way. And that's exactly what has to be cleared up, but it's, it can be different for different people, whether their stuckness is, you know, in their throat chakra, their heart chakra, their solar plexus, their, you know, sacral, their root, wherever that might be. But it's as, as we work kind of our way down or up, the system, we can kind of figure out where, where the issues are and what needs to be worked out. Love it. I love a good manifestation troubleshooting moment. <laughs> and you're like, why isn't this happening? What the fuck? Yeah, well, I, mean, I tried everything. <laughs> you probably encounter it sometimes, or probably all the time, since you do a lot of work with affirmations and things oh, yeah. like that. Yeah. And, you know, everybody wants to lean into and love a good affirmation and who doesn't, but then when people haven't actually brought to fruition that feeling or that thing that they want to after a period of time, it feels very defeating and people are reluctant to examine why that is, yeah. <laughs> but right. there, there's more, there's more to it. It's the whole theory of we have to root out all the negative stuff before we can give the positive stuff a place to, to land and really mm-hmm. be nourished and grow. Yeah. And it really does, gosh, it's, it's all coming so full circle, but it really does come down to, do I really believe that I can have this, that I deserve to have this and that it's safe for me to have this. Mm-hmm. If you can answer all of those questions with a yes, then you probably already have the thing. <laughs> so the point is moot, but yeah, it, it, it's so true. It's such a common theme. Like, do, do I really think this is possible for me? And if I don't, if there's a part of me that thinks it's not, where is that? And what, and, you know, talk to it and examine that a little bit, yeah. but I love this conversation. Can we talk about the kids? Can we talk about the kids, Teresa? We can. It's, it's you... not a specialty area of mine, but I can. But definitely... I'm sure you've talked about this to your kids. Yeah, I so have. You tell me what you said but... to your kids and I'm going to say it to my kids. How about that? But And maybe, maybe you can relate. 
uh, I'm the EFT master practitioner, but there's nobody in this household that wants to tap with mom <laughs> or that wants to tap with their wife. So uh, it's, that's you know, true. it's not being um, adopted by the other dwellers of the household. So they kind of sort of know what mommy does and everything else. And I explain it to them. And I mean, even last night, you know, like when my son was getting his IV and everything else, and I was just kind of like, I, I, I leaned over him. I kind of started like rubbing on his chest a little bit. And I was like, just let this mm-hmm. play with your nervous system. Just breathe. Just it's, it's okay. It's almost over, but so I mean they they know. And how old are your kids? Can I ask you? Yeah, I have four boys, and oh, they are sixteen, eleven, eight, and four. Dang, okay. mama! I have <laughs> three boys, have. so yeah. you are me in my future. If I ever talk to my husband and having another one and hoping for a girl, he is dead set that it's not going to be a girl, and it will definitely be a boy. And then we'll just have four boys in the house. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I love it. But yeah, so we have preschool, elementary mm-hmm. school, middle school, and high school. That's crazy. It is. I just, I'm still in elementary school and my three-year-old isn't ready for that yet. So I have, to, I have a uh, not ready, a kindergarten and a fourth grade. All boys yeah. as well. Lots of socks on the floor. Do the socks ever stop? Can no. you tell me that? They don't. They don't stop. <laughs> I have no help for you there. <laughs> so other than that, I have to think that, oh gosh, what was it? Um, you ever read any of Byron Katie's stuff? Really good. Yeah. What is it? What is, give me one. Um, her book, what is her book called? Um, I think it's just I know called her, The Work. Isn't it called The Work? is called The Work. Um, Loving What Is. Oh I yeah. Okay. That's the name that of the I book. read. Uh, it's a great one um, on audio. I believe she's even the one that reads it, which makes it even better. But her her work goes through kind of turning everything around and realizing like that. Um, how does she go through the process? Basically, the it's it's about questioning all stories and beliefs and thoughts, and you can even make the opposite just as true. So it's like ex- a way of exploring perspectives where you don't get like trapped into one ideology kind of. Oh. Yeah. And she has four questions um, in, in the work. I'm kind of like trying to like Google it here so I don't get them wrong, but yeah. So you can apply them all to each statement, but anyway, she had a whole part in the book, one of her books, I've, I've read all of them, but where she was talking about the socks on the floor bothering her and realizing that, you know, it was, it was, it wasn't the kids, it was her. And, you know, that she actually got joy out of cleaning them up. The kids didn't. So if she was really bothered by the socks, she was just going to clean them up and, and realize that it made her happy that they were clean. And that was, nobody else was really bothered by it or made happy by them being cleaned. So just pick up the damn socks, you know, but um, it, it's way more eloquent than that. And <laughs> uh, I'm not, I thought that was any, a good synopsis, any justice whatsoever, but her work is amazing. And I highly recommend What if you it. hate cleaning socks, but you just don't like it dirty in the house. What then my dear got to do the process. <laughs> got to get into the work. Okay. So I got to do some EFT. The four questions is, is it true? So a lot of so let's say we're looking at the socks and it's like, oh, my kids leave them all on the floor just to like piss me off or whatever. Like, is it true? And you know, you really don't have a way of knowing that, that. And then the second question is, can you absolutely know that it's true? And then the next question is, how do you react? What happens when you believe the thought? And that's where it really gets interesting because mm. it's your, your reaction or your disappointment or being upset about something is about you believing the thought. And then the fourth question is, who would you be without the thought? I like it. 
So it's, it's a really cool process to go through whenever something's bothering you. Um, like, I don't know, I used to be like really bothered by the sound of people chewing their food. <laughs> well, that's a good one though. That's a good thing to be bothered by. Yeah. I mean, just naturally though, just the sound of it, you know, it's like, people can't help it. It's <laughs> true. Like trying to annoy me by it, but then I would go through those questions and be able to like feel way better about it. Yes. So I don't know. Her work's really cool. I don't remember. I like that. I'm going to look into that. But, which is probably just my, my ADHD squirrel brain. I just kind of go all over the place, but oh, that's the way we're going to talk about. That's right. So, okay. So basic, basic stuff for the kids. Just, oh, yes, what would you suggest? Just taking them through like the points. Yeah. I mean, there are actually like kids EFT books and things like that, that, you know, are really good for like the smaller kids, but I always just find with mine, having them take some good deep breaths and even just like, if they're really upset, just tapping that one point, like their chest seems to be a pretty easy one or whatever, or if they're pissed off even like just let them like pound it like Donkey Kong kind of thing and just like let it out. Um, or tapping my, my four-year-old, I'll catch him every now and then he'll be doing the points and he'll be like doing mm-hmm. the stuff, but I, I don't try to make the, the wording complicated if I'm working with a kid and I'm way more into complicated wording when I'm like working with adults. Like I right. really like to dig into all the aspects. So for me, there's a bit of a disconnect there because I like to go deep and I try to not go as deep when it's with my kids and just kind of acknowledge the yeah. feeling, tap on it and, um, you know, maybe move it to a point of them opening up to it, feeling better, being better, um, being different, whatever, accepting whatever it is that's going on. So EFT is great. Like for kids, if you're, I mean, if they need to get a shot or blood work or something like that, a lot of kids are afraid of needles or, um, things that are painful or things physically. Um, and it can be really helpful for that because, and we've talked about a lot of the stuff that we're feeling emotionally, but EFT works for anything that you can feel, whether it's emotional or physical. So, you know, that headache, back pain, you know, things that kids, kids have a fall or whatever, and they can really help them to define, find that peace in the present moment with that. I like the, I like the example that you gave where you just went in and started like rubbing him on the point, because I feel like I know, at least for me, like what my mom used to do to soothe me now I'll do to soothe myself. So like, she used to always put me to sleep when I was little by just like rubbing in between my like eyebrows, like up and down my forehead. And if I'm ever just stressed out, exactly. I'll just go right to the forehead and I'll just like, remember when my mom used to do that and it felt so good. And so I'm sure he's going to grow up and be like, oh, I remember my mom used to just like use this little point right here and it felt so good. And I feel like they learn how to soothe by the way that you soothe them. So I think that was a really beautiful example. Sure. Thanks. That's amazing. So how do you deal with ADHD? Please tell me all your secrets. <laughs> well, I was only officially diagnosed within the year, although I've known that I've had it. And yeah, I'll, I'll I'm at, it. I'm at that stage. I haven't, I haven't been to anybody because I just, I would never, I don't know if I ever will, but yeah, well, I mean, you know, oh, it's yes. a matter of how you're functioning, how you feel. And if you're looking for a change that you can't facilitate on your own. Yeah. So and I was curious because my, my kids have all, you know, been diagnosed except for the youngest. He's too young to be diagnosed, but um, all my boys have it. And just in being through all of their diagnoses and everything and just, mm-hmm. and the different ways that each of them has benefited from treating or not treating it. I was like, you know, I, mom should probably look into it for herself too. If, if for nothing else, just to be able to support them in the fact that I'm getting to know myself better and trying to, to understand more of this instead of telling them like how to handle theirs when I haven't 
handled mine, you know, it's right. so, kind of hypocritical. So, um, yeah, I, EFT is really good at focus, helping you to focus if that's an area that you have trouble with, or to accept that your mind works differently and, and be okay with that. And I mean, for me, ADHD is a superpower. Like I love that I have it. I would not wish it away at any point. I, it's where I get the most creative and just experience. Just, I love all the ideas that come to me and I'm, I'm never bored. I'm like, I'm hopefully never too boring either. I'm just always, there's always something new that's, that's intriguing me. The curiosity is always peaked when, yes. when you have ADHD, like you're just always curious about everything. So I wouldn't have it any other way. I love it. But at the same token, I would find myself, especially as my business grew, like feeling more overwhelmed despite having coping mechanisms, because it's just so hard to kind of just like pull together all the to-do lists and the things that needed to get accomplished in order to manage a family with four kids and two businesses and everything else. And just try to have a system. Like, I feel like I never really kind of had a system for it. So learning to encompass that with more acceptance, forgiveness, love, all that kind of stuff really helped me to, um, to get better at all of that and to embrace new systems and to figure out when and how I need to focus and to use EFT for that. And, and my intuition, because EFT is really good at, um, enhancing, increasing intuition. And so being able to lean more into that intuitive side of myself and know like, you know, Hey, today is a day that, you know, I could use some Adderall or whatever. Yeah. And I'll, I'll take it. I mean, and my, my doctor knows, and it's, this is actually so cool is that, cause I wanted to try, um, medications to see how they were going to work. And it's actually something I've never talked about on anybody's show. Um, I was curious cause they've worked so well for my oldest son. They've not worked at all for my other two, like not at all in the train wreck. So we just yeah. deal with it differently. And so I was like, I wonder how I would react. Um, and it was like magic, honestly, it was, I mean, so, but it's not something that I feel like I need all the time. And I wanted a doctor that got that, that I was like, you know, Hey, you know, I want something that I can use when I feel like I need it. And I'm not, I'm not somebody that loves medications. So I would rather figure out things that work that are natural when I can and lean into, you know, supplements and nutrition and things like that. But, and she gets it. It's funny. I was actually on a telehealth call, um, with her earlier today and we were talking about things and <laughs> we we're talking about dosages. I was like, oh yeah, I really haven't used it much this month or whatever. And she's like, well, what made you decide to not take it? And I'm like, um, just kind of like muscle testing and intuition, <laughs> which I love the, it. The, like it, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, I would have felt like that's not something that I could say to a doctor and that (laughs) like, they would be like, look at me, like I had two heads. And I was so impressed that she was like, wow. She's like, I'm so glad there's somebody else in the universe that trusts their body to make decisions for them. (laughs) And it's like, ah, good. Like we are a good fit. I'm like, yeah, I said, I just didn't feel that. I said every, every week when I, you know, feel I, because of ADHD, I always plan my, my supplements and things that I'm going to take. I'm a huge like nutrition and supplement geek. So, um, I have like the little, you know, 
pill case kind of things that I, you know, fill for a week or so at a time. So they don't have to worry about it, but I normally only do it for like five to seven days now because I like to, to muscle test before I fill them and to know like, what does my body feel like it needs this week or not need? And like I said that to her, I'm like, yeah, you know, and, and she said, wow. And she's like, do you use anything to do that? I'm like, well, I, I used to use a, you know, a pendulum or, you know, my fingers or whatever to, to do the muscle testing. But I said, it's just far more intuitive now. And she's like, that's great. That's how, that's how it is for me too. And I was like, cool. Like, you know, you see what happens listeners when you intend and manifest the perfect person into your life because you specifically said I wanted somebody who understood that I want that I didn't want to take it every day and that you wanted a little bit autonomy with what you choose to do and holy crap she sounds perfect We have a lot planned for 2022, but standing in line at the grocery store or hunched over the stove is not part of that plan. But we don't have to meal plan or prep now that we leave our meals to Factor. Factor makes it easy to eat clean 24-7 with fresh, never-frozen prepared meals that are so delicious you wouldn't believe they're actually good for you. Factor saves time by delivering chef-crafted meals to our doorstep, eliminating the hassles of grocery shopping and meal prep. Not to mention cleanup. There's no dishes to wash, which I love. Each Factor meal arrives pre-prepared and ready to eat in two minutes. That's even faster than ordering in. Yes, love it. And with more than 27 meal options each week, we are never bored. Factor even takes into account your preferences. They offer vegan and veggie meals, cold pressed juices, which are my personal favorite, smoothies, energy bites, plant-based bars, extra protein, veggie sides, and more to keep everyone fueled and focused all day long. Head to go.factor75.com slash plans and use the code vibin120 to get $120 off over your first five weeks of meals, which is an insane deal, you guys. That's code vibin120 at go.factor75.com slash plans for $120 off. And all of that is in the show notes yeah that's amazing she's been great so just and just having an understanding of that because I expected her to just be like okay but yeah working for you then <laughs> and she was she was very much like I do it too I was like awesome wow so, <laughs> but so yeah cool. so so I I do I mean my ADHD has benefited through medication and you know whatever my doctor can can help me with there but also, I know that if I'm feeling scatterbrained, I can just do a three minute round of EFT and find a whole lot more focus and find a whole lot more ability to just kind of like get into the lane that I want to get into. Cause that can be the hardest thing for me mentally is just, you know, knowing that there's things to be done, but then like doing anything, but does this sound like you, I just have to, I have to ask you this, this is me normally. Okay. I'll be like, okay, I got to water the plants, but I can't water the plants until I clean out the watering can, but I can't clean out the watering can until I clean a space to do that. And I have to do this to do that. And I have to do this to do that. And then I just sit down because it's too much, too much. It's too much. (laughs) And I start 50 things and finish none of them. And like, if it's, it's mostly with cleaning, if I'm cleaning the house, I will start doing the windows and then I'll remember I have to do the fish tank and then I'll do the fish tank. And then I have to remember that I need to do the bathroom and then I'll get halfway through and I'll be like, what about the dishes? And my husband's like, what is going on over here? (laughs) What do you get it? We've been married 10 years. You get it now. 
I've gotten way better at the unfinished things though, because that was, that used to be the way that I totally functioned. And honestly, that's the biggest thing. That's how I am sure that my brain is not working normally that, that other than other brains, because that can't, like, I say this to people and they're like, what? Especially Kelsey, God love her. She's like, why do you make everything so complicated? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, Kels. (laughs) I just do. (laughs) So, So do you focus in really easily, Kelsey? I wouldn't say really easily. I guess I'm just a disciplined person because I grew up as a ballerina. So I'm used to like focus when it's time to focus. Gotcha. Yeah. I I like to focus when it's time to focus. It just doesn't always happen. Right. (laughs) Well, I I do get easily bored. So before I finish something, I'll usually be like, okay, I'm bored. I need to take a break and I do something else and I come back to it. I'll, I'll still bop around um, for sure. So I can relate on that level. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't have a good productive day unless I've done something to try to line it up the day before. I, I definitely can agree with that. Yep. Absolutely. If you just wake up one day and intend to be productive, it it almost never happens for me. Yeah. No, I'll know kind of that I need to do different things, but if I haven't been intentional about it, then it's not going to happen in any kind of, I mean, mean, four kids, like, I mean, I, I get up like, I get up at 4.30 every morning and, you know, that's my time to like work out, get my day started, have a few hours that are mine. Like, and that's that's the only ones I get. Cause like my four, I do that, but at night, like I go to bed so late for the same reason. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I can't get any of my kids to go to sleep before I get my butt in bed. So, and I (laughs) normally don't get in bed until somewhere between nine and 11, depending on the date. And nine is really rare, but it's so magical. Oh my God. I Mm -hmm. love an early night's sleep in my forties. Yeah. It feels like such an accomplishment, (laughs) but um, yeah. So, so having a good system for knowing what I want to do that day really helps me. And also sometimes I'll just tell myself I'm not allowed to do anything else until I have done like three things that that's are a good or whatever. And, and that's important. And just reminding myself too, that, cause it, sometimes it just seems like a day is so spacious, like, Oh, it's only 5am. So I'm sure yeah. I have time to do these three things at some point today. There's legit no time after my it's kids wake up. Yeah. 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 Time. Oh, I do that all the time. Like I got plenty of time and it's, I fall for it every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still do too. I still do too, but I'm, I'm more conscious of the fact that I'm screwing myself. <laughs> so. You know, but I really do like, I I've never thought of, I never thought of EFT for, I mean, I know, I know abstractly that you can use it for everything. I never thought about it for using it with focus and I'm, and I'm almost positive. I can come up with a pretty easy script for myself to do it. So I'm definitely going to make that a priority for the moments yeah. that I need it because sure. duh, <laughs> no, <laughs> because of course, yeah. yeah, it is, it is easy. And it's, it is difficult when you have a modality that can be used literally on anything that you can feel. And you're a practitioner with ADHD because it's like, what am I going to work on now? I don't know. <laughs> or you just, you don't get around to it. And I can't tell you how many times that I do this for my clients and people will say to me a lot of times, I'll be complaining about something, you know, maybe an ache or a pain or something or whatever. And they're like, well, have you tapped on it yet? Right. Well, well no, I haven't. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, that just seems way too easy. Doesn't it? <laughs> like, why would I go there first? Totally. Same thing with my clients all the time. It's like, oh, I've been dealing with this thing all week. I'm like, well, let's tap on that first then. But <laughs> it doesn't occur to any of us. But that's but that's that's exactly the thing, isn't it? Because we say this all the time and it's such a it's such a known thing, but you really cannot see your own stuff all the time. You really yeah. can't. 
it's that's, right that's here in front of your face you work with other than yourself. Absolutely. When you have that fresh set of eyes or somebody outside of the situation to be like, have you tried this? Have you done this? It, it's magic. It really is. It's, it's just such a good, um, another reminder that, yeah, you're not supposed to be able to see your stuff all the time. You're not supposed to carry it all alone. There are people designed to help you do that. So, um, yeah, it's a good point. Very good point. Do you want to, uh, end the show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to go do the bonus stuff now? We can. Yes. We can. Can I, I would can like I give to your transition the show. Can I give your listeners something before? Yes. I was just going to prompt you to do so. So if you can leave them with a little tidbit, whatever you want, where to find you, and then we'll go into some announcements and then we'll head over to the Patreon. Awesome. Because I don't want people to to not know how to do this on their own if they want to. So I would just say that if you do want to learn more about it, to go to gamechangingtechnique.com and there you can get connected with me and you can also get my mompreneur's guide to taming generalized anxiety disorder, which is really helpful to work through all the things that are making us feel not good. So hopefully that that can be a benefit to, to those that are listening today. Wonderful. And you're on Instagram. Go find her, Teresa Lear Levine. Uh, Are you related to Adam Levine? I need to know. I wish. I I, I do use that all the time because people are always like, is it Levine or Levine? I'm like, no, it's Levine, like Adam. Like Adam. (laughs) I used to do that when people, people always confuse my name with Wendy. I don't know if I'm just saying it wrong, but I'm like, my name's Lindsay. And they're like, Wendy. I'm like, no, like Lohan. And it, they, they get it every time, but like there are, there, there aren't very many famous Lindsay's. I got to say there's a lot, there's only one famous Levine and isn't there, there's, is there another one? I don't know. Adam Levine, Avril Levine, Avril Levine. There there's go. one, except there she go, has she, a G. She spells it weird. Yeah. Oh, she's got a different. G. Oh, yeah. okay. 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 I think cool. It's French. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, Lindsay, do you have any, um, announcements or anything you need to let the people oh, know about? Oh, geez, new year, huh? Okay, well, the only announcement really is, besides the norm, is that I'm currently enrolling new clients for 2022. So if you are interested in nice. working with me, I have, I, I've decided, this is like, this is like announcement. Nobody really knows because I haven't said it to anyone yet. But this year, I'm only going to take one client a month. <gasps> Yay for boundaries. I'm so proud Yay! of you. Yay for me. So one client per month and I'm starting this in February. So January I'll be booking. February will be off to the races. So if you're interested, go to lindsayrobinson.com. All my links are on my Instagram and probably in the bio as well of this episode. So yeah, that's it. So get on my list guys. Yay. That's exciting. You just released released a new book too, didn't you Kelsey? Yeah. I just released two new books. So I was going to, I'm going to go in order. I'm not even going to talk about the other one until like March because it's too many books going on. (laughs) I'm excited for you though, because that's a goal of mine for this year. Books are literally so fun. I need a book. And so worth it. Lindsay, did you Mm -hmm. get a book in the mail because you were supposed to get one? No, should I didn't get it. No, I didn't get a book, but you should be getting one. Kelsey, somebody emailed me asking me if I wanted a copy and I thought it was spam. Is Was that real? Yes. That was my publisher. You weirdo. I'm so sorry. I'm like, why are they messaging That's me? That's why you didn't get a book. I just, I just assumed that it would be you. Cause we talk all the time and that I feel like if it was real, Kelsey would have told me. No, it. I have I people we now. Lynn. I have people now. She's I have got people peeps. talk to your people. You don't need to talk to me no more. 
she got people no because how it Sorry. works is like I, if I want a book I have to like buy it like I don't even get my own books for free with, when I'm with a publisher right so it's like okay the only free copies I get I get to send to influencers so then I give them a list of like influencers that I know and then they send the book out to them well like, now directly. it all makes sense yeah so that's why Sorry. that's how the process <laughs> But anyway, what do I do? Do I just, should I just email her back? I'll just yeah, email just email her back and be like, yeah, I want one. Yep. She'll send it to you because <laughs> she needs okay. your address and stuff probably is why. Um, okay. But yeah, so it's called Letters to the Universe. This is the one that's coming out January 11th, which I believe this episode is airing on the 10th. So I think the next day, so exciting. I finally just got my physical copies and I literally had to like beg them. I was like, please just send them faster. I need, I need it in my hands. Um, this but is the book that you were writing at my house. Yes, this is the visit. book that I lost on the plane because I left my freaking computer in the backseat of the plane and I got off the plane without my computer and I didn't get it sent back to me until a month later and now it doesn't really work right. But anyway, long story I short. I would have had to tap my way through that. Girl, <laughs> it was a rough, it was a rough time. There was lots of tears to be had uh -huh. during that moment. But basically, yeah, Letters to the Universe, it's a manifesting journal, and it's like the most interactive book I've created so far, which is really cool, and it has like perforated pages, so basically it walks you through the manifestation process of like my special scripting technique, so like usually I'll go into some brainstorming to get clear on what I want, why I want it, why hasn't it happened yet, what am I willing to do different, yada, 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 all these really beneficial questions, and then you get to write a letter to the universe and be like, hey universe, this is what's up, this is what we're making happen, Thanks in Show advance. I'm so excited. Yep. Let's freaking rock this thing. So yeah, Letters to the Universe is going to be out tomorrow. Or if you're listening to this on the Monday when it airs, you can still pre-order it today. So yeah, you can order it literally anywhere where books are sold. So I'll just put a link in the show notes. I'm going to hey. get myself a copy. It looks great. Yeah, Congratulations Thank you. That. I would have sent you one if I had known you earlier, but... <laughs> Could have put Already. you on the list, but happy. Um, I'm ha always happy to support fellow female entrepreneurs. Thanks, girl. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. So, letters to the universe. You guys should all check that out. I think you will all love it. And I'm doing something really exciting for all the listeners. So, if you pre-order that one and the other new one, which I'll talk about more later, but it's called My Pocket Guide to Manifestation. If you pre-order both of those and send me screenshots either to my Instagram at Kelsey Aida or to Kelsey at KelseyAida.com. I will enter you to win $500 off my next Radical Self-Love Retreat, which there's only going to be one in 2022. I just changed the dates from February to October. So if you want to get into the one and only retreat, then that would be a good way to maybe get a giant discount. So yeah, I'll link all that in the show notes. Fun. I think that's it for announcements, you guys. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope everyone dives deeper into some tapping goodness. And we're going to do some tapping live over on the Patreon. So patreon.com slash high vibe. See you guys next week. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning into the show and being a part of our high vibe in it community. Make sure if you're loving this episode or any episode to subscribe every week, we're coming out with new content for you guys. And you can also join our email list. So lindsayrobinson.com, kelseyaida.com. We send email reminders every week about the episodes. If you want to be also in the loop that way and be sure to connect with us on social at Lindsay Robinson and at kelseyaida. And of course, if you guys want to join the Patreon to get bonus content, extended episodes on video and exclusive hangouts and things that we only give to our VIPs, you can join at patreon.com slash high vibe. You can start for as little as three bucks a month. So super easy, super quick and super fun to be there. 
Also, leave us a review. If you guys love this episode or any of our episodes, go tell us about it in the reviews and share with a friend that needs it. We love you guys. We'll see you next week and have a great one.